Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome back to Five Star Life. Coach Seth here with my co-host, Coach Mia. Hey, Seth. How are you? I am. I'm great. Good. How are you today? I'm well. Coming back to the snow, so. Coming back to but snow. But it's okay. The snow is beautiful. Like, it is. These first few snows have been like breathtakingly beautiful. Just like masterpieces of art. Those I mean, big flakes. Yeah, the big flakes, but then they stick to the trees. So like the morning commute or evening, it's just, it's beautiful. It's a little sloppy. Um, I love snow through the holidays, and then it can be done. Right. That's me, but I'm living in the wrong region to really, to really, <laughs> really you know, be too concerned about that. It's just getting started with the holidays, just actually. getting started. I love it. So today, we're going to unpack a lesson we taught for kids, and our theme this year, uh, all these lessons are revolving around the idea of ruling, so taking control, having dominion, and um, it, it, all this stuff is meant to empower you. And one of the areas that, man, if the last two and a half years didn't raise a flag or didn't raise the level of importance for this topic, I don't know if we're ever going to change. And that is ruling your health. I mean, think about this. The, the, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. I mean, we just went through... I've never seen, um, I mean, talk about like fear porn. I mean, everywhere, I mean, there's a new disease, there's a new mm-hmm. strain, there's a new variant, there's, you know, what are you going to do? And so there's a lot of great doctors I tuned into during that, that were just saying, focus on your immune system, focus on your immune system. And um, this idea of being healthy is so important, um, but it's something that we kind of check out of. So if you're listening, don't tune out because you're not going to be just hammered with guilt and shame for not being healthy enough. Uh, This is going to be super helpful. This is going to be very simple, but very helpful. Um, You know, talking to kids, every kid wants to be healthy, but they're not thinking about health until they don't feel good. Right. Headaches, stomach aches, anxiety, depression. A lot of the times it's linked to nutrition, you know, how healthy we are. And this is really interesting. But for the first time in our history, the life expectancy of our youngest generation is not expected to actually grow, it's supposed to decrease. So this youngest generation, according to, to, to data, this will be the first time where people are going to live shorter than the previous generation. That's what they're saying. That's what they're putting out there, which I find this absolutely fascinating considering the fact that we were constantly being told that we are the greatest generation in history. The advances in science, in technology, in te- technology and in the medical community are so superior to any other time in history. So how can this be? You know, it doesn't surprise me. 
when you said that, it really doesn't just because of the way that I watch kids and adults take care of themselves. I mean, they, they don't take care of themselves. And there's no, everything is just, uh, it's, you know, fast food. It's just available. I mean, I don't remember, we didn't eat the greatest when I was growing up, but I don't remember that, like, everything was just, you know, there weren't that many fast food joints there. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we've based our lives and, and the businesses, and I'm not knocking businesses, but there's a huge market to, if you can offer convenient food, people will eat it. Now, the nutritional value in that food, that is the conversation of today. What are you eating and what is going into your system? And all foods are not created equal. Not even close. Mm-hmm. And you hit the nail on the head. That's the reason. It's what we put into our mouths. So uh, according that this is all according to Dr. Uh, Rangan Chatterjee. That's what he says. So this is the first generation of kids that will have a lower life expectancy than the generation before them. That, that is profound. Let that sink in. So he was on vacation in France. And um, while on vacation with his beautiful wife and with their son, uh, suddenly he, his son stopped breathing. And his wife is freaking out. He runs over. He's a medical doctor. Runs over there and just is assuming there's something caught in his airways. You know, turns him over, makes sure, make sure there's no choking hazard. And there's nothing there, but he's not breathing. So they rush him to the ER, uh, local ER in France. And um, doctors, nurses are perplexed. They don't know what's going on. So they start thinking of what it could be. And they're thinking this, you know, maybe it's meningitis. And so they do two spinal taps on this little boy, this little baby boy, uh, puncturing, you know, in two areas. And that doesn't help. It's not meningitis. What they end up finding out over the course of, uh, he finally started breathing a little bit. And he survived. What they found out was that he stopped breathing um, because his calcium was low because of a vitamin deficiency. He was, listen, this is a doctor. These are these are educated, um, smart people, but there is so little information about nutrition. And so what happened was Dr. Chatterjee. He was he was just perplexed and he's angry with himself that he did how could this happen? So what he did is he started to read. He started to research vitamin deficiencies and nutritional values because guess what? That wasn't a part of his education. It was not even part of the process. He knew very little bit about it. And he started to read things that were fascinating to him. And using logic and reason, they made sense. And so he became kind of this, he just had this hunger to learn more and more to make sure his son was healthy. And they watched their son go from malnourished and sickly to thriving and healthy. So then he started to take the things he was reading and researching, which he found, he found that there is so much science out there about this. And he was like, why, how come this isn't a part of my education? He found that this science made so much sense and he, as he was applying it to his kid, it was working. So then he took it and started to apply it to his patients. And he had a, um, a patient named Dottie. 
who she had all kinds of health issues. She had weight issues. She had joint problems. She had sleep issues. Um, and in the first appointment, he took blood samples and diagnosed her with type 2 di- diabetes. And he spent six weeks working with her routinely. And at the end of that six weeks, literally, she was no longer diabetic. Just through eating and supplements or? Through nutrition. Okay. Changing her lifestyle, eating the right foods, eating the right nutrition. And so what happened is there's this shift. There is, um, there is germ theory, which basically he was trained in germ theory, which is germs are bad. Stay away from germs. Treat the germs. Take pills to make the germs go away. Right? Mm-hmm. He said, but there's this other thing called terrain theory. And terrain theory is this. It says that um, ultimately, instead of putting all of our intention on finding ways to kill germs, terrain theory argues that if, if you can create the right nutritional balance in your body, in your bloodstream, in, at the cellular level, if you can create the right balance your body's immune system will take care of the germs. Which he actually found out from treating patient after patient that it actually works. Pretty simple. And what he started to focus on, what I'm going to focus on today, just for low-hanging fruit, because this can be really overwhelming. This whole topic can be, oh my gosh, you're going to change my diet and go on a diet. And it's not popular. Well, it's not popular because it's hard. Right. It's hard. We like convenience and we want change now. So we'd rather take a pill that helps us lose weight. Um, But the reality is when you think about being healthy, I love what he's talking about because he's talking about true health. Mm -hmm. He's not talking about losing weight. He's not talking about uh, just getting over a cold. He's talking about if you can put your body in balance, humans are actually really hard to kill. They fight off everything really quickly if there's the right balance. And if your cells are, are, are energized and if, if your immune system is strong, it will fight everything off fairly easy, easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, those germs don't stand a chance. The problem is what we're putting in our mouths. Go to 5starlife.org to donate, to volunteer, to get involved. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the 5 Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at 5starlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back. Coach Seth here in studio with Coach Mia. Thanks, Seth. I'm loving our conversation because this I love to learn about health and especially diet. Was there ever a time in your life when you didn't care? Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) And I had uh, strep throat, like chronically. Uh, That's probably the main thing that I can remember, constantly having strep throat. Had the same thing, chronic strep throat. It would not go away. And I was in my 20s. How old were you? In my 20s. Yeah. So at a point where you're supposed to be young and yeah. healthy and living the dream, <laughs> I was like dragging myself around, mental fog. Oh. I mean, no energy, always tired, always sick, crazy. 
So, you know, we, in the previous segment, we talked about, you know, Dr. Um, uh, Chatterley, uh, who, Chatterjee, who, who basically said, you know, we need to shift away from this germ, uh, you know, theory and just being like germs are bad. Let's focus on germs and killing all the stuff. If you can focus on nutrition and, and creating the right, the right balance in your body, health becomes so easy. It's so simple. Now, it's hard to do because it, it means we have to change what we put in our mouth. And, and that is, that is the, the crazy thing about this. If we can have a little bit of discipline, we will be healthy. Um, so, so this is something I had to find out the hard way. Um, sugar is public enemy like number one. Mm-hmm. It is a killer. And especially the processed sugar that we have in this country. It is, it, it's so interesting that most European countries and other, even in Asia, they don't even, they, they ban foods that we have in every single box, every mix, every cereal, every can. Also in cosmetics, they ban, I don't know, thousands and thousands of more um, toxins than we do. Yeah. So I don't know <laughs> what it is, but for some reason, we've been stooped into thinking mm-hmm. food is food, and it's not. When you look at the labels and look at what's in there, if it's high fructose corn syrup or just sugar, the processed sugar is a killer. And then you think about the amount of sugar. So historically, our ancestors, the hunter-gatherer phase of life, you lived off the land you ate meat, you ate grains, you ate produce, and the average person um, ingested 17 uh, to 20 teaspoons of sugar a year. Today, the average soft drink has at least 20 teaspoons of sugar. One drink. I'd have to say no. One That's drink. Disgusting. And so what's happened is just, let's just forget all the things we can focus on. If we can just talk about sugar, if, if you would stop ingesting so much processed sugar, it would be a game changer. And this is something I, something I learned. Mm-hmm. So in my 20s, I was, I was chronically sick. My chronic sinus issues grew, and so I had uh, tumors growing in my sinuses polyps. These, it's just disgusting. They were blocking all of my sinuses. I had these chronic headaches and it, it got so bad. I, I finally, my wife saw the drainage that was coming. She's like, this is not normal. This is wrong. <laughs> like, you need to get checked out. They went and scanned my, my sinuses and they found that it was hundred percent blocked. I couldn't breathe. Mm. Like, I don't know how you even function. You are so congested, like the pressure in there. They actually went and they they sampled it for cancer because I thought there's so much stuff growing up there. They scraped it all out, took it out, had surgery. It had eroded the bone in my in my cheeks. Oh my gosh! In my forehead, it eroded the bone. There was so much going on, so much infection for so long. Had the surgery and thought oh, I can breathe again. I was like a new man, and slowly the polyps grew back. Within three years, I was in the same condition. That's when I talked to the specialist, that, like one of the top doctors, uh, ear, nose, throat guys in, in Michigan at the time. I said, so what, what, why are they coming back? He said, uh, we have no idea. 
like I'm going to just pay you tens of thousand dollars for you to take them out every three years mm-hmm. and you have no idea and you're the smartest guy in the state. That That's when I started to do my own research and found that sugar is a source of inflammation, that dairy is a source of inflammation, that the way our wheat is processed, another source of inflammation. And so I, I cut those foods radically and I was like a crack fiend. I was literally like shaking. Mm. I had, I was addicted to sugar, excuse me, to sugar. Didn't even know it. I was cranky. I was ornery. And, but after 30 days, I started to feel totally different. The headaches went away. I mean, like went away. Like I don't have headaches. Uh, the, 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 my immune system started to grow up. I don't get sick anymore. I mean, if, if I'm sick, it's like for 24 hours and I'm back and I never go down for the count. It, it's, it's been amazing just from what Dr. Chatterjee talked about. But it's also taking your own health into your own hands too. It, yeah. It's taking your own health in your own hands. And what I've found is like, if I wouldn't have been that sick, would have I have done this? Probably not. Isn't that sad? But it, it, but I think that's normal, though. I think the normal person really thinks that way. Because I, I, I would overhear people talking about health and talking about this. And I remember even sitting down with people with food in front of me and, like, greasy, bad food, unhealthy food. And the person across from me is a healthy, older man that knew way more about health than I did. Like, hey, you're not going to eat this? I'm like, no, I just to pay attention to put my body. Like, yeah, I'm young. And he kind of shook his head like he didn't, he didn't go into it. But I'm like, he knew, mm-hmm. you know? And I think in my ignorance, <clears throat> it just wasn't a big deal. And I wasn't wise enough to say, tell me why you, why you do this. Because it wasn't affecting me bad enough yet. I guess for me, mine was more, and I don't know that I would have asked, but I might have gone and bought a book or something. Um, but like I would look at people, I always was intrigued by like bodybuilding and like the benefits of that. Mm-hmm. And then I'd, you know, go buy a magazine and kind of read. And that's where I've kind of learned about health when they would talk, like somebody had scoliosis and she, like, she was a bodybuilder, like professional bodybuilder. And, um, it, just talked about how it healed and like it really helped her by being strong and she didn't mm-hmm. have all the side of, you know, and all the pain from having scoliosis. So for me, that's what, it, yeah. Yeah. And I was just, I was too, growing up, health was about how you looked. Mm-hmm. So I was like in shape, I was working out. So I looked good, but on the inside, I was like a, like a, a time bomb. And so, and so, uh, my complexion, so like, like my complexion, my skin got better which is, you know, all these extra health benefits mm-hmm. that totally supports what, you know, this doctor says that when you create the right balance, everything starts to work better. You feel that. And then the energy, oh my goodness, the energy, that's, that's worth the discipline. Mm-hmm. That's worth the sacrifice. And then the cool thing, Mia, I don't know if this happened for you, but my taste buds actually changed. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I don't remember that for me, but my taste buds changed and I, I actually stopped craving the thing. Like the cravings went away. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. The cravings went mm-hmm. away, but, but also my taste buds changed. Like I could taste food better. So I actually started to diversify. I wanted to try new things. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, this flavor is amazing. So it's really, really wacky. But, um, you know, for those of you listening, you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you two are wacky. We're, we're talking <laughs> about how to rule your health. And ultimately, don't 
make the mistake I made and wait until you're having to spend tens of thousands of dollars on surgeries or on headaches and, and getting to that place where you have no energy. If you're there, we probably have your attention. If you're not there, really think about um, the, the kind of life you want to live, how long you want to live. By the way, these these long these long-term tests have shown that and you take in high amounts of sugar and all these wrong foods, it actually creates an environment that it's ripe for cancer. And so that's why you see people that are fine until they hit 50 or 60, and all of a sudden there's like this aggressive thing happening inside their body mm-hmm. that they can't reverse. And so this is, this is not meant to scare anybody. It's meant to give people hope that, you know, if you're not satisfied with the level of health and energy and mental clarity, memory that you have, look at nutrition and, and start to take some baby steps. And the first baby step I would, I would encourage you to take is to just simply cut sugar, process sugar. Now, that's you're going to find that's a lot to ask. It's a simple step, but a hard step because when you start looking at the back of the boxes, it's in everything. It sure is. But you know what? You can start somewhere. I mean, small steps. Take a baby step. And, you know, if you want to bring Five Star Life to your uh, to your home, to your community, um, or to your local school, go to fivestarlife.org. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E. Welcome back, Coach Seth here, along with my co-host, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. And we are talking about one of my most favorite things in the whole wide world, food. I love food. So that's a great a great kind of a segue because a lot of times people think that uh, being healthy in this, you know, we've been talking about Dr. Chatterjee who, who talked about this idea that uh, terrain theory versus germ theory. Instead of focusing on germs are bad and thinking about just keeping germs out and, and fighting it with pills, terrain theory says focus on nutrition and building a healthy balance. But is that theory, terrain theory, focusing on building a healthy balance nutritionally and food incompatible? No. Why do you say that? I think it's the the answer. I mean, in my life, that's how I look at it, is that food is the way to build a healthy immune system. It's the source. Right. And it tastes amazing. Mm-hmm. There are so many foods and so many ways of preparing foods that are healthy, that have the right ingredients, and it tastes 10 times better than the other stuff. Right. I think, and I'm probably going to get off subject here, but... Like as you talk about food and you talk about like fuel and, you know, eating whole foods is what we're really basically talking about. But then there's all these other fad diets out there. Like I think of keto and you think of – and they work for people. And so I think sometimes they don't know where to start and they get hung up on like what's best for me. And it really Mm -hmm. is trial and error. Absolute trial and error. I've never done a diet. I just knew I needed to change my lifestyle. 
So that, I think that's the big challenge with diets is often it's like, it, I think they provide great goals, but if it's not a lifestyle, I think it's going to be a roller coaster. It's why I love the idea of just changing your lifestyle and starting to incorporate the right foods. And I think it starts by just education. Mm-hmm. Once you start looking on the back of labels and seeing what those ingredients are and how they impact your your um, your, your your biosphere, <laughs> and you you start to look at those things differently. Like I'm putting poison in my body, you know, uh, every day, and that adds up. So there's a reason why there's toxicity inside of me. Mm-hmm. So I think education is is key, but food like you can start preparing foods. My my mom does. Um, She's a saint. She does a family dinner for anybody that wants to come to dinner once a week. Like every week she does this family dinner for whoever's around. And she does these healthy meals where she knows that both of our families are really health conscious. So she'll make dinner, but then she'll often make some kind of a dessert with the right ingredients. Your mom is a great baker. (laughs) She is. And so there's all this stuff. And you can take recipes and just convert certain ingredients and it's actually really good. Now, I'm not going to lie. At first, it doesn't taste very good because <laughs> my taste buds were so, this is me speaking, my taste buds were so wrecked. Like they were, they were trained, which by the way, a lot of these chemicals that, that are in our foods, they actually hijack your brain and your body so that you're addicted to it. So it's this addiction. Once you break that, you're like, oh my gosh, this other stuff tastes amazing. I think I had to get through that phase. Mm-hmm. And and too, I think as I've learned as I've gotten older too, it's all about experimentation, like with um, spices. And I mean, you you can create your own mm-hmm. taste and your uh, you know palate that you enjoyed. So right. So th- there are so many things that are so simple. Um, the the challenging thing is is this: when you are if you're living by yourself, it's pretty simple. But if you have a spouse, a family member, a roommate. That, that's where it gets really interesting because now they bring you down. Kids. <laughs> Kids. And just because you want to make some changes doesn't mean everybody else is going to be happy about that. Matter of fact, most people throw downright tantrums about it. Um, so for us, th- this this health shift for me really was totally coordinated with when our middle son started having these allergic reactions. And it was all because of t- like wrong body chemistry. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where these allergies came from. So we had to start from scratch with his diet. And so we just made a decision as a whole family. We're going on this new health kick and we're going to remove certain things from our house. So processed sugars are out. Uh, different sweeteners that are natural are in. Um, traditionally processed wheat and dairy products are out. We just cleaned our cabinets, cleaned our fridge out and started over. And it it was an adjustment for everybody. But it's been something that, you know, you feel good about giving yourself a foundation and your kids a foundation of health. Mm -hmm. And the energy you feel is really incredible. And you also learned too that like, even though Jordan had, you know, the allergies, you found out other alternatives, like you found different um, recipes for bread. So you weren't, you guys weren't, you didn't, you know, um, take away everything. You still had normal. Oh, there's so many foods. It's just like, you have to like, it's hard to get started. And it was 15 years ago when we started this or 16 years ago 
was when we started this process. Yeah. Exactly 16 years ago. It's a lot different ago. now. It's a whole new world. Yeah. And I remember telling my wife, I'm like, honey, just hang on in five years, like like five years, like people are going to learn about health. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more options in the grocery store. There's going to be more options at, even at restaurants. Mm-hmm. So even like a lot of fast food places are offering better alternatives, better ingredients. They're coming along. So we, we now kind of have it made in a lot of areas. There's a lot of opportunities to eat alternative foods that are prepared for us. So it's convenient. I, I think too, with kids, you've got to start somewhere. Like, I mean, canned sugar all the time just makes me insane. But that's parents. That's it's the easy go-to. I mean, yeah. and kids don't want fruit, but it's like you've got to introduce it. Well, and that's where you have to be the parent. Mm-hmm. And you have to be you have to be okay with some tantrums and some pain as they're changing their addiction. What you're doing is it's it's truly so so the same um, endorphins that are released when an addict uh, shoots something to the veins. Those are the same endorphins that are released by sugar. So sugar gives a very similar reaction. And when they study the brain, it has a very addicting uh, response because your, your brain likes it, your body likes it momentarily because it gives you that sugar rush. And so your brain remembers saying, oh, that's what makes me feel good. That's why we get addicted to th- those comfort foods. So what you're doing is you're fighting addiction for yourself and for your family. And it's hard, but the payoff is pretty significant. And it's fun. I think cooking healthy is easier sometimes than, you know, cooking non-healthy with recipes and all of that stuff. Simple ingredients. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. And you can feel really good about it. And the amazing thing is you can eat a lot of food. Like, you don't have to starve. It's not about, like, you will lose weight by changing just the ingredients. Like naturally I started to, I trimmed down. I, I wasn't like way overweight, but I just, I, I trimmed down. I got a little more cut, which I was like, wow, wow, this is crazy. Really what I put in my mouth impacts everything. Mm-hmm. And health wise too. I, we can go back to where we started just, the, you know, with the pandemic that if you, I mean, you have to look at your health because this isn't going anywhere. You know what I mean? These germs are, viruses are here to stay and they're going to be different strands and we can try to protect ourselves with, you know, normal medicine and all of that. But you also have to equip yourself uh, with good nutrition. Which, by the way, there's a bunch of studies that are coming out about people who did some alternative things during COVID who really focused on immune building Mm -hmm. and nutrition. And those are the people that didn't get COVID or had the sniffles. Like there are... I, I saw, I read an article uh, two weeks ago that like this doctor said, I can't find, he said, I, there's not one patient that went on my um, regimen of immune building that got sick, sick, or that died. Not one. This guy had 15 to, to 1,800 patients and not one of them died. I believe it. And there's some great doctors out of there that believe in that, um, that, and they'll, that's how, where they'll start you is like creating a, mm-hmm. you know, a healthy immune system. And it comes down, it's this simple. <clears throat> we can choose to rule our health. We can take ownership. We can take responsibility say, I'm going to own my health. And, and we can rule how healthy we are, how much energy we have, how much mental clarity we have. Or 
if we just continue, uh, it'll be up for grabs. And, and whatever is in the world will come to us and it will start to rule us. And we will have health issues, weight issues, uh, mental clarity issues, the whole gamut. It, it's, not, it's not if, it's just when and how, how severe. That's just, and that's science. Uh, so I want to encourage you. This has been, this is kind of a, a challenging topic. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our last segment. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Coach Seth here with Five Star Life with my co-host, Coach Mia. Thanks, Seth. We've been talking about health and th- this lesson started in, for kids. And we really haven't talked about like how does, how did, how did, what lesson did you teach? How did you teach it for kids? So, you know, for, for kids, we just said, start with low hanging fruit. This can be overwhelming for kids and for kids it's tough because they're not in control of, of stocking the fridge necessarily or the cupboards. And so, you know, where, where do you start as a kid? How do you wrap your mind around it? What's the low hanging fruit? And it starts with just substituting that sugary fruit drink or sports drink or, or soda with water. Like just starting there, it's substituting the, the packaged you know, I won't name the brands, but we all know those packaged sugary baked goods and sweets, um, sacrificing those for something healthier. And instead of doing that toxic packaged good, why don't you have a piece of fruit? Why don't you make a sandwich? Why don't you, I mean, kids need to eat. Mm -hmm. They need to eat, but let's look at alternatives. Let's Let's look at nuts. They have so much health, so much fat, so much good nutrition in them. So let's look at some of those snacks that are really easy to grab on the go, but they aren't toxic. They actually fuel your system. The key word there was on the go. Seems like we're all on the go. So that that's great to have healthy snacks pre, you know, determined like pre-choice choice <laughs> before you get in the car. Yeah, and and this is one of the one of the tips for parents too, if you just start to, to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just, you're welcome to hide all the toxic stuff and start cold Turkey. But if I were you, I would just let it run its course and when it, and start buying healthier alternatives and just put them next to the other stuff and your kids won't touch it until this stuff's gone. But then when it runs out and just say, and they come to you saying, Hey, where's the so-and-so uh, just say, Oh, you know what? We're out, but we have these. I don't want these. Well, we're going to try them. I want you to have more energy. I want you to be healthier. Just give it a shot. They may hate it, but you'll keep trying new things that they'll, you'll find something they'll like. And kids will start to like certain things. There are so many alternatives now that have either less sugar or no sugar. And they're non-dairy, they're non-gluten. I mean, there, there are some great choices out there. Yes. And they're, they're products that will not create this toxic environment and produce inflammation, which is what I suffered with. And, and inflammation is the cause of nearly every disease. Every sickness, every disease, it's the root of it is inflammation. And if you look at where inflammation comes from, what does it come from? These foods. 
So if you can start to shift even your, start with one meal a day, start with your morning routine, your, that, that one meal, then get into your lunch routine, then take baby steps. You don't have to, you don't have to try to conquer this all cold Turkey. It's really hard. You probably won't make it. You'll probably give up and quit because it's too overwhelming. Start with, you know, one meal a day or one snack a day. Start with drinking more water instead of sugary stuff. Start with something really simple, practical. I think that's a great place to start is with water. And I do commend my kids because all of my grandkids always have a water bottle. I don't remember that as a child. <laughs> Ever had the choice was never water. That's terrible. <laughs> but <laughs> It was pop. Yeah, pop. You yep. know, le- or Kool-Aid back Kool-Aid. then. Yeah, mm-hmm. or coffee. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> now, the, the, um, the, the water thing is such a powerful mechanism for life. And um, I, I think when you think about these sugary sweets, um, you, your kids, when you look at the alternatives and you go to Costco or you go anywhere, you're going to see so many alternatives if you start looking for them. Mm-hmm. So the other part of this that comes in is this takes some great discipline. I mean, that at the end of the day, in order to execute anything, for any amount of time, other than like an experimental, I tried it today and I, oh, good for me today. Uh, if you want to get traction and really add this to your, to your lifestyle, it's going to take some discipline. And, and so you're going to have to make a choice between what's, what's easy, what's convenient, and, and really it's kind of like what's lazy, <laughs> or adding some discipline. It, like it's... I guess I'm I'm preparing you like get ready for hard, and and get ready for and and get ready to talk to your body and your brain to say listen hard is good, change is good, and and this pain I feel, I'm getting stronger. If you will start to at least for me, that helps me a lot when I when I'm doing hard things it's like oh this is going to pay off, mm-hmm. and I'm if I don't feel pain then like like everybody else if it was easy everybody do it so. The pain is good. It reminds you that, hey, I'm, I'm executing some discipline in my life right now. And, and we teach that. You know, we teach five-star is a lifestyle. Discipline has to be a lifestyle. The health has to be a lifestyle. And I think you said it. It's not like this one and done or I tried it and I didn't like it. It's get back on the, you know, get, get back in there and try again. Get back on it. We told a story to kids about um, David Goggins, who many of you have, have followed him, have heard him, but um, he says that he was, he was like super lazy. So he was like 300 pounds. Um, he was in the air force and he was trained to do water rescues, his dream job. And, um, a part of that six week intensive training, um, was super uncomfortable. It put you in these impossible situations where you're underwater for a long time with heavy equipment. And his number one fear was water. And so it was just so hard that even though he was living his dream, he was pursuing his dream of being like a Navy SEAL or doing you know rescue on the water, he quit. It was just too hard. He quit. And from there, he started to gain more weight. He just started, that one decision to quit was the first step, you would say, of taking the easy way out. And that became a trickle-down effect. He started to take the easy way out in what he was eating and what he was doing. He got an easy job. He, he had these lazy patterns and it wasn't until one night um, that he was uh, watching TV and he saw uh, Navy SEAL graduation 
and um, the the head of the Navy SEALs at the graduation said, you know, um, we live in a society where mediocrity is often rewarded. But these 22 Navy SEALs detest mediocrity. He said that just hit him like a gut punch because that was exactly the life he was living. Mediocrity. He was settling. He was so close to actuating his dream and then he quit for ease. For ease. And so that was a, a game changer. And so long story short, he went through literally hell to discipline his body. And he wanted to attack his number one fear of water. So he's like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to become a Navy SEAL. I'm going for it. And he was laughed at by recruiters because he was like, so overweight. Like he had to shed like 106 pounds in three months. Oh my gosh. Just to I qualify. <laughs> and he disciplined himself and he made it and he overcame I mean, injuries, sickness, you name it. He taped his, his broken knee together, his ankle. He, he went through hell and, and made it and became a Navy SEAL. And to this day, he's still, he's over the top of the discipline, in my opinion. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he is. You should is follow something. him on Instagram. <laughs> he is something. He's a freak of nature. Mm -hmm. But if you need a little uh, motivation for discipline, check out David Goggins. But when we talk about health, a little sacrifice, a little pain to gain energy, health, length of life, quality of life, so that in your in your aging years, how do you want to finish? There's some beautiful people I know that are older, that they're healthy. They're, and we have a, a couple that, that volunteers with us. Mm, they're yeah. basically on staff, mm -hmm. the nights. They're in their 80s, and they spend 40 hours plus a week in our garden, working the garden. It's wonderful. Their quality of life is incredible because they've actually invested in their nutrition mm -hmm. for years. And to watch those two, I'm, I'm also, I'm, I'm just ashamed sometimes. <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> are out there for eight hours in the hot sun, weeding, working so hard, and we love them. And But they are just amazing to watch. And, and, and that's what I want. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be that, and I always tell my kids, I'm a big believer in what, in, in what you what you allow to come out of your mouth, but I'm going to be 80s and 90s and I'm going to be sharp. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be clear-minded. I'm going to be more influential than ever because I'm going to have more wisdom than ever. I mean, think, think about double my age and I'm going to have a lot more wisdom. Mm -hmm. and, and so, but I'm going to be healthy too. Mm -hmm. Like I know I'm going to be healthy and vital. I'm planning to just like die in my sleep. That's how I want to go. Amen. Me too. <laughs> All right. This was a challenging session. I, I hope... Uh, I don't want anybody to feel, sometimes you can you can read into wrongly what we're talking about. This is not to shame anybody. This is not judgmental. This is to give you hope. This is to give you inspiration. You can rule your health. It's going to take some sacrifice and some discipline. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more, to donate, to get involved. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.